Welcome to Big Blend Radio with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazine.com. Hey everyone, welcome to the Big Weekly Blend podcast, which is connected to our Big Weekly Blend magazine. We're here in Asheville, North Carolina. It's beautiful. Look at it. It's so pretty out. We're in the forest. We are. We're overlooking the Smoky Mountains, literally. Mm -hmm. It is absolutely gorgeous, and we've got two little puppies that we're taking care of um, out here. Um, We've got Sir Ebbett, the editor. Yes. He is the editor, right? He is. Well, he's the boss. And Miss Starling, who is the, I'm looking good, I'm pretty, she is the darling, she is. But hey, everyone, um, we've got Dr. Jackie Ubani, who is on the show today. Dr. Jackie is the author of Women and Heart Disease, The Real Story. She's been on our show for years, and she talks about some of the heart-related months, uh, month holidays, I should say, national month of um, holidays here in September. And I gave her, her the list of the food holidays this week, Nancy, mm-hmm. for her to give a thumbs up, thumbs down, or Uh-oh. if you want to eat it, Eat it, and then you need you need to go jogging or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot of chocolate. She said some parts of chocolate are good, but we'll talk Dark about that. Dark chocolate is good. Mm-hmm. We won't tell her that I just ate some M and M's. So did you? So did you? You ate M and M's. I didn't. That's what you do on a Sunday. You have M and M's because you can. Um, anyway, it uh, this week we have a lot of holidays. Please go in the show notes and check out the music playlist. Um, it links to Spotify and there's one for YouTube, whichever you prefer. And these are songs that go with the national holidays. They go of, of this week and songs that go with the birth anniversaries, like Barry White was born, cool. Amy Winehouse, mm-hmm. Fiona Apple. We got the two guitars from Leonard Skinner. Wow. Yeah. We got all kinds of good stuff in this playlist. And then we have a reading list because it's like Roald Dahl's birthday, you know, Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. And we've got all kinds of other. D.H. Lawrence, it's his birth anniversary. So awesome. we have a reading list, a music list, and then we do have a list on our site on blendradioandtv.com listing the holidays uh, for each day this week as well as um, the birth anniversary. So, Nancy, um, apparently you can leave your hat on because September 16th is, um, well, we got to make your own hat day. Have you ever made a hat? I've yes. always wanted to. Yeah. Make a for hat. For Halloween. Oh, it's not. It's, I've got the wrong day. Check that out. I, I moved ahead. I moved ahead. Sorry. It's September 15th is make your hat day. Um, make a hat day. I think it's cool. I've always wanted to make a top hat. Well, making hats is fun. Remember in Cape Town, Green Market Square, mm-hmm. in Cape Town, South Africa, when we were there, there was this lady who had these top hats. Yeah. And I bought a top hat. Royal blue. Royal blue. And it had a keyhole on the mm-hmm. front, like the front of it, like a keyhole going to your brain. It was Alice and in Wonderland. It or was. Yeah. And it had greenery attached to it mm-hmm. and crystals and all kinds of crazy. It was a cute hat. And I thought, I want to do haberdashery. Haberdashery? You say it. You said it. Haberdashery. Haberdashery. Who wants some haberdashery? I Have want some. Haberdashery. But anyway, make a hat day. I mean, why not wear a hat here and there? I wear a hat whenever I need to hide my bad hair days, which are... Hats are good. All the time. So, yeah, hats are good. So it's all about hats. You can leave your hat on so you know we're going to have hat music and heart music. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of music for heart, even the band art. 
you know? So there's that. It's Greenpeace Day as well on September 15th. Cool. So we like that. Um, there are a lot of holidays celebrating cleaning up our land and nature, uh, which I think is good this week. You we know? need to do that. It is um, cool. It's important for and, everybody and everything that lives. Mm-hmm. Clean, clean up nature, clean up our backyard, clean up, clean up. But it's also National Coloring Day, and I had to bring that up for Nancy. Nancy's made so many coloring books over the years, and um, but coloring Coloring's is fun. great. Do you say we have to stick within the lines or go over the lines? I say cross the lines, but do it with thought. Hmm. Not as a mistake or out of control. Mm. Do it with thought, with a purpose behind mm. it. Well, National Coloring Day is September 14th, and it's the same day as National Live Creative Day. Yeah, see? Mm-hmm. you got to be creative. Yeah, I like Otherwise, that. Otherwise, you're going to have a really tough life. Mm-hmm. I think it, I, you know, creativity is everything to me. Mm-hmm. It is the root of Making change and embracing change in creative ways or, um, you know, taxes. taxes. We always go to that, (laughs) don't we? But also September 13th is National uh, Positive Thinking Day. And that is good. That's key to being happy in life. Yeah, I like that day. It's Mm -hmm. also Uncle Sam Day. How about that? You know, I didn't realize he was a real person. He is. I just thought he was kind of this cartoony old man that for some reason somebody thought him up. Mm-hmm. And here he comes out as a real man. There and, it is. And and it is Batman Day, September 16th. That's a real man. And it's National Dance Day. So that's interesting because we've had all these dances, like dance, like the worm, the robot dance, square dancing. You know, there's all kinds of dances. And disco, what about disco? Ballet, modern dance. Put the music on and dance around. Shake it. Yeah. Yeah. I I find it weird that we have to categorize dance, but then I suppose we do it with music and books and everything, too. Well, that's so the other person you talk to can relate to what you're saying. Okay. So we have to have a dictionary. We have to have words that people understand Mm. so that we can communicate. You could leave your hat on and, and dance at the same time. Well, yeah. You can dance around your hat. Mm-hmm. Dance around. Dance around. So, everyone, we're going to move on to Dr. Jackie's interview. We hope you enjoy the list of holidays and birth anniversaries and everything on our site with links to recipes for all the food that Dr. Jackie says we shouldn't eat. But she, oh, well, now we're going to get in trouble. Yeah. No, she wants us to be heart healthy and happy, you know, live our but, best you lives. Know, you could eat in tiny, tiny, tiny. She's like, portions. you can have the M&Ms, but don't have two handfuls. No. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> but you can have a few, but not all, you know, and then work it off and don't do it again all week. But if you have so two, three handfuls of M&Ms a day, well, then now. get up and dance. We're going to, yeah, get up and dance. That's good cardio. Mm. Boogie. You got to boogie. You yeah. got to shake it. Shake the tail feathers. So anyway, take a listen to Dr. Jackie. Thank you for listening and joining us. Keep up with us at bigblendradio.com. And we're going to go dance. What are you cool. going to dance? What Do you have a dance, Nancy? The worm? Do you do the worm? I'm not doing the worm. The bird? <laughs> That's not... There's the chicken dance. Oh, yeah. You're going to do the chicken dance? No. It is National Chicken Month. Do the Watusi. Okay.
Hey, everybody. Well, as part of our Big Weekly Blend podcast, we have Dr. Jacqueline Ubani back on the show. Uh, Dr. Jackie is a board-certified cardiologist. She's an electrophysiologist, and she is the author of the best-selling book, Women and Heart Disease, The Real Story, which means that's got to be on the reading list for this week. She, uh, you could actually go find out everything. Go to womenandheartdiseasebook.com. All of the links are in the show notes as always. But welcome back, Dr. Jackie. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Hey, you know what? Um, as soon as I saw this month, there's two heart related, uh, well, you know, they have these, you know, it's national chocolate month and things like that. And then, then there's two things that are related to heart health. And I was like, we got to call Dr. Jackie. Um, one is, and I know we've talked about this before and everyone will link this in the show notes too. Um, atrial fibrillation awareness month. Did I pronounce that okay? <laughs> yes, you did. Atrial fibrillation. That's correct. Yeah. So it's national atrial fibrillation month, uh, awareness month, and it's national cholesterol education month. Ooh. So we're going to talk cholesterol. We're going to talk about atrial fibrillation. I'm going to say this over and over. And then at the end of this, we're going to go through this week's food holidays, and Dr. Jackie gives it a yay or a nay if it's good for our heart or not. So, because um, we always try to get her to say we can have more than five ounces of wine, and, and there is a wine day um, in here, so we'll see what she says. Um, but anyway, so let's go to atrial fibrillation. What is that? Isn't that to do with our doof doof? <laughs> yes, your heart rhythm. So atrial fibrillation is the most common arrhythmia actually in the United States. And uh, you feel symptoms of rapid heart rate. So what's happening in if you have atrial fibrillation is that the top chamber of your heart is not squeezing completely and emptying completely. So it's fibrillating. So it's kind of like a bag of worms just fibrillating. And as a result of fibrillating, it causes your heart to beat really fast and give you symptoms associated with fast heartbeat, like shortness of breath, um, mm. lightheadedness, feeling like you're going to pass out. Um, so those kinds of things. That's not fun. I mean, could you think that you're actually having a heart attack when those kind of symptoms come up? Like that could yes. be kind of that same yes. thing. And, and so, you should treat it as such, right? If that happens. Absolutely. It's a, definitely an uncomfortable feeling. Um, and it can be associated with chest pain, depending on how fast your heartbeat's going. And of course, if you're feeling these symptoms, if it's the first time it's happening to you, you definitely should seek medical attention uh, ASAP. Hmm. When do you call 911? Like seriously, especially with women, I want to go back to this because some of the symptoms you're saying could be like a women's you know, having a heart attack, which I know we want to talk about that because women, you, you always say, do not present. And I, I love that word present as men do when they're having a heart attack. And it's something it's so um, hard to know when you start talking about feeling lightheaded, dizzy, a little beating of a chest. You, that could just mean that somebody really pissed me off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so like when, when is it, you know, when do we so call, you know, call for the those red light uh, flashing lights and sirens to come get you yeah i mean i think you know if you're having atrial fibrillation and you're you know having palpitation shortness of breath you're you're extremely uncomfortable and you definitely would not feel or be up to driving so if you're having any symptoms as making you lightheaded have you know if you're feeling like you're going to pass out if you're having chest pains i think you should call 911 because it's definitely not safe for okay. you to be driving on your own 
and it's better to have 911 in case you know yeah. when you know in case something happens you have medical attention around you when it happens now you said the chest pains but that doesn't normally happen for a woman having a heart attack right that's where the difference is Right. You may not necessarily have chest pains as a woman having a heart attack. Um, you may feel lightheaded, short of breath, nausea, uh, numbness down your arms uh, and things like that. But generally, people just don't feel well. And if you really don't feel well, you probably should not be driving and you should be calling the ambulance to take you to the hospital. Well, you know, Nancy got in uh, when we first moved back to the States. I mean, I don't think we were here three weeks and she ended up in a car wreck and in hospital. And mm. she, um, the, a guy ran a stoplight because he changed his um, heart, his blood pressure medicine. And they didn't wean him off or something happened, but he just changed pills and he like slumped over in as he was driving and hit Nancy. Okay. And, and she was, you know, sitting down and broke her sternum and ribs. Oh, wow. And, of course, there's nothing that can happen. And next thing you know, my mom's in the hospital. And we're like, I just got here. What the heck? Some lady called me and said, your mom's in the hospital. And I hung up on her and said, what are you talking about? She's not like that. She doesn't yeah. go to hospital. <laughs> I was just in shock. I was in shock. I was so young, yeah. you know. And yeah. um, it turned out she was in the hospital. And the guy, and she she had an out-of-body experience. Like, she floated to the top of the ambulance and looked down. Okay. And the only reason she came back is because the guy said, what happened to that thing or that woman that I hit? That thing. And she got mad, and she came back down to yell at him. <laughs> you wow. know Nancy, right? Wow. I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but so that, but there's something about that. I mean, actually understanding medication and understanding, like, if you're not feeling well, getting in the car can, it's not just hurting yourself. I mean, how many times have we heard about somebody driving through a flea market or a farmer's market or, you know, don't do it because yeah. there's so many things to think about on the road. I, I drive full time across this country and I'm just going to say, I see, too many people asleep at the wheel and doing like, no, you can't have two glasses of wine and drive. Don't do it. It's no. <laughs> no, I completely agree with you. If you've, um, if you've ever passed out, you definitely shouldn't be driving. You should definitely see a doctor and be cleared by the doctor before you get back um, behind a wheel. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. passing out could be a sign of a serious heart condition. So you definitely need to get it checked out. This this guy, that may have been his first episode of passing out, which we call syncope. And in that mm. in that sense, it's hard to tell when you when it's going to happen. He just happened to be in the car and it just happened to, ha to happen that day. But after wow. that episode, he definitely should stop driving and he should see his doctor, um, especially a cardiologist, um, to, to get a workup and evaluate it to make sure he doesn't have a serious cardiac issue going yeah on. yeah this was about 30 years ago and i think cardiology also has changed up in understanding oh, of medications right even heart yeah. you know um blood pressure pills i know you know it's like that that's something you don't take lightly like you can't just stop or start right without getting it right and having communication right. with medical people that know what you're right. doing <laughs> like yeah that's that's something important so so if you're having this atrial fibrillation, is that something like, okay, you have heart disease um, from what we've talked about before is like you could actually have a stroke, right? Is that part of that journey? 
towards yes. having a stroke. Yes, oh. the one big thing about atrial fibrillation is, is that it can predispose you to having a stroke. And like I mentioned earlier, with atrial fibrillation, the top chamber of your heart is not squeezing and emptying out completely. Instead, it's like fibrillating kind of like a bag of worms. And so, you, well, that's what I, I liken it to a bag of worms. But it's Nobody not. wants it's just, a bag of worms, Dr. Jackie. <laughs> no, <laughs> bag of the worms in the heart. So with, okay. with that incomplete contraction, you have static blood uh, within the atrium. And static blood can form clots. And when that... Oh. It, that chamber eventually pumps. It pumps that blood clot straight to your brain. And that's how you can have a stroke from atrial fibrillation. So that's the biggest uh, danger about having atrial fibrillation, your risk for stroke. So oh. if you do have atrial fibrillation, you should be on a blood thinner. And that helps prevent uh, a stroke in patients with atrial fibrillation. So it keeps the the clotting down. Is it true about yes. like the aspirin? I know people who take an aspirin a day for their heart. Yes, not for connected? atrial fibrillation. And not for oh. atrial fibrillation, you need a stronger blood thinner. Um, so you need to sit and talk to your 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 doctor about which blood thinner mm. would be right for you. The different ones we have in the market include, I'm not sure if you've heard of any of these, but Coumadin, uh, Zeralto, there's Eliquis, and there's Pradaxa. Those are the blood thinners hmm. available in the market for this for this particular condition. So to speak to well, your thank doctor, you to TV and Facebook. Them. I have heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Every time I, I post a show, every time I know as soon as I post a show for Doctor Jackie, I get the commercials. Yeah, but, it's like, <laughs> but no, but but you know, I think it's important to know, and 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 there's also what you're just saying, like you know, I wonder how many people think, oh, well, at home, I'm going to just self-medicate things, and that's yeah. an important thing um, to right. realize that you know, there's the holistic, which I know from your book, you talk about meditation and um, getting your heart back through a healthy lifestyle and making lifestyle yeah. changes. But sometimes you have to put the pill first so that you can get to the healthy yes. lifestyle, right? Yes, absolutely. So yeah, so AFib, people develop AFib as a result of having multiple risk factors over the years, like alcohol use, obesity, uh, not exercising. So the, all the same risk, oh. risk factors that we talk about um, for cardiac disease can also predispose you to atrial fibrillation. So it's important to, you know, make sure you're keeping your risk risk factors low. And as far as atrial oh, fibrillation yeah. is, is concerned, we talked about the risk of stroke. So that's why it's very important to make the diagnosis of atrial fibrillation. So if you ever feel like your heart's racing, um, if you're short of breath, you definitely should see a doctor uh, and, you know, to get evaluated for possible atrial fibrillation because it can be deadly if you don't get diagnosed and you don't take a, a uh, blood thinner, you can have a stroke. Whoa. Okay. So, you know what? I was thinking of you because yes. um, just a week ago, we were, well, we're in Asheville, North Carolina right now. Beautiful mountain views at Smoky Mountains. It's awesome. And um, the sit before this, um, I was walking a little dog, a little spaniel called Miss Lucy. Um, but Miss Lucy doesn't just go for a little walk. She wants to go up and down hills. We were in the Pisgah National Forest in the Smoky Mountains outside of Asheville. I mean, in the forest. And this little dog's like, no, we're going up and down these hills. And I'm like, you're killing me, dog. You're killing I'm going to have a Fred Sanford moment 
any time. But then I thought of you going, no, you need to do the cardio. You need to do this. The walking is the good thing. And I tell you what, man, by the time I left there within two weeks, my body changed. And now I've been sedentary and not like walking like that. But that she whipped me into shape fast. Like you could feel your breath because it's thin air too, because you're, it's humid. It's like we're in a rainforest. Mm. We went mushroom hunting all the time. I didn't touch the mushrooms or do anything weird with them or eat them. I was just trying to photograph while she was pulling me across. Like, we're going up this hill now. And, you know, dodge the groundhogs and the deer and the bears. And, you know, seriously. And we did have to run because we thought we, like, came upon a bear who was throwing things. So it was fun. And I thought, mm. God, you know, you know, these, she was like, you're doing this hill and you're going to do this hill on top of it and this. He pulled me and I could feel like I hadn't done this for a while. And, but she would wait if I needed to stop. I heard you in my head going, you can stop. You can go back at it. You can, I have to tell you though, I could feel my body change and you start to really, as soon as your body starts to go towards that healthy lifestyle, you start to change. You start to not want to have maybe that second or third glass of wine. It's really weird how your body knows when you're taking care of it. You know, yes, yes. You take really? it one, yeah. If you take it step one step at a time, and you implement these changes, you start becoming used to it, and it becomes a lifestyle change as opposed to a crash diet, which you always yeah afterwards. N- yeah. See, now I need to go hike again because, like, I'm like ready to go. <laughs> my energy level went up, yes. and my sleeping was fit, like a good sleep. You know, and yes. I think is sleep that big for your heart. Because I kind yeah. of felt better, like, just like as a human out of that. Yes, just, absolutely. Getting adequate amounts of sleep a night is uh, healthy for you. And it's good for your heart in many ways. In many ways. As you know, when you're tired and groggy, you definitely don't have the energy to exercise. You are less likely to be compliant with, you know, lifestyle changes like eating healthy. You know, you want to grab the things that, you know, Grab quick things that are in front of you. You want sugar just so that you can stay awake. So sleeping definitely has good long-term effects for you and your heart. Now, uh, is it okay the fact that like the last couple of mornings I had salad for breakfast? How about that? <laughs> yeah. It's the weirdest that's, thing. Yeah. Well, that's good. It's it's vegetables and it's, you know. Avocado? Yeah. Feta cheese? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yes. There was probably yes. too many was... olives that you would say <laughs> I had too many olives and a little bit too much feta cheese, but I figured it was breakfast. I'd work it off. <laughs> <laughs> but there was some lettuce in there, correct? And tomatoes tons, and carrots. Tons. And... No, yeah. lots of lettuce and spinach yeah. and all kinds of lettuces okay. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. no. So no, no, no. I'm, choice. I am weird about that. I will eat. I just did an interview with someone. Um, uh, Mike, Mike Yam, he's a sportscaster for the NFL network, which I have no clue about football. Um, but he was on a show talking about his children's book, which is, um, fried rice and marinara. It's about being yeah. a multi ethnic background, which is he's Chinese and Italian. There's no books for kids, pretty Whoa. much zero books out mm-hmm. for kids. Uh, addressing being, um, you know, having a diverse background and a cultural background and, so we were talking and, and we were just talking about food. I said, look, I'm weird because I just had salad for breakfast today. He's like, really? That's cool. You know, <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It just becomes a thing for me. Sometimes I'll just wake up and 
start eating like a, you know, a rabbit or something. It's weird. <laughs> but I feel like if my body wants it, then it wants it, right? So yeah, do you yeah. do you think we should do that too, is listen to our bodies about what it Absolutely. wants to eat? And not necessarily yeah. the, 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 well, what if you have sugar cravings? Does that tell you that maybe you're needing to take a look at that? Um, well, just do not overly indulge in the sugar, but, um, yeah, I mean, if you eat a lot of sugar, you tend to have sugar cravings because that's just, you know, your body just wants more, you know, so, uh, it doesn't portend, it doesn't portend that you're diabetic or anything like that. Uh, but Mm. definitely if you should just go see your doctor on a regular basis, if you are diabetic, it'll be picked up. You know that it's also national screening month. Um, I didn't put that in the notes for you, but is that, do you do screenings for heart? Is that a heart health thing or no? Like what is that more for cancer? I should look that up. I don't know. I just know that somebody wants to screen. (laughs) Probably for, excuse me, if it's for national screening month, then it's probably for everything. The usual things, the heart, your colon cancer. Um, Yeah. The usual, the usual screen screen for diabetes, cholesterol, yeah, I like that. Oh. Actually. I like that. I like that idea. Oh. National screening. Okay. Okay. So, like you say, screen for heart disease. So, do they come to patients? Come to see you? Say hello. Come screen my heart. Like, take a look at it. No, you go on? see your primary. You go see your primary care oh. doctor first. That's the first line, and they do the basic things. They order labs. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, they order labs where they can check for diabetes, high cholesterol, and any of the medical problems. They check your blood pressure. Um, <clears throat> they get a history from you, you know, and, and while speaking to you about your history, they, talk, they get history about your, your family. And with all that information uh, that the primary care has, then they determine whether or not you need a further workup uh, by referring hmm. you to cardiology. So they start with the screening, and if they see any red flags, then they refer you to cardiology. What is this thing, too? I remember one of our health insurance agents a few years ago said, I mean, actually, this is over 10 years ago, go in, and they have this, like, body x-ray that tells you everything. What do you think about that? Like, it's weird. I feel like I'm going to be like, I take my car in, and they plug it into a thing. Um, but like, it doesn't tell you your tires, like your tires still have to be right. looked at by a knot. So like, what do you think about that part? Like, yeah, just getting can, the skin. It, yeah I'm, I'm not a big fan of that, but it can be good and it can be bad in some sense because, you know, a lot of times you, you might find things that have no clinical significance, but then because it's found on the, on the screening, then multiple tests have to happen in order to make sure it's not bad and you end up going through the ringer um and get, getting all these oh. tests all these all these appointments and it turns out to be nothing so in that sense it's bad and in a few in a handful of cases it can detect some you know some abnormalities but if you do regular screening the regular screenings that we have like for colon cancer you're checking for diabetes and those kinds of things you should be able to uh catch a lot of the abnormal uh, medical conditions that will later affect you but it's it ends i think it's it's not cost effective to just go screening everything uh, Mm -hmm. because you end up you end up having to do more and more tests and more and more doctor's appointments and then then they ends up being absolutely nothing well and and i think you bring a good point up about cost effectiveness because healthcare is not fixed yet you know it's just not 
it's it we still have a long way to go and it sucks <laughs> i'm just gonna say it sucks and i know it sucks for doctors too and that's something people don't understand we'll have to do a whole other show on that um about the 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 medical system is not that easy for anybody yeah. and yeah. we we do need reform on it and um i think it's just so complex and hopefully yeah. people can just get out of the meeting part of it and make things happen but okay national cholesterol education month and i think this is very important we've talked about food and salad like i know i'm allowed to have avocado but you're going to say i can't eat too much right like that's right it's, it's good fat but you can't eat too much of it too much of anything is not good for you oh okay <laughs> just wait till oh, i get to the food part <laughs> oh and I, I wanted to make another comment about you eating salad for breakfast um, the one country that I saw that I've been to where they actually do that is Israel. I remember being in Israel and, you know, they served salad for breakfast. It was either it was always on the buffet, the breakfast buffet tray or it was on the, you know, menu options. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. You know what? And actually I was eating with flatbread, too. So I don't you know, because don't forget, I grew up in a Middle Eastern kind of not Middle Eastern, but mixed culture, you know, of. I mean, Kenya, like as a kid, had a little bit of everything. You were eating flatbread, chapatis. I was Indi eating Indian food and I was eating all kinds of. Nice. I had friends from the Middle East. I had like, it just, it, it um, yeah, I mean, if it, you, people wouldn't, like, I, you would, I mean, you know, you come yeah. from Nigeria too. And, and, yeah. and over in, in Kenya, I, I would eat in the huts, you know, as a kid and, food was passed around, you washed your hands in a bowl, you didn't have utensils and you would grab at certain <laughs> things. But it was really, you know, it was actually more vegetable heavy than anything. There were grains, yes, and chapatis and things. And, and I'll do anything for a really good chapati. Oh my God, I would do anything for that in a samosa. <laughs> I swear to God. Like, and I do know how to make them. And I, it just is when I do it, like an entire kitchen goes down. Um, oh. <laughs> and like in flour, oil, and like everything is a huge mess. And when oil and flour stick, no, nobody wants oh, that in yeah. their house. We pets it, that. so they don't want it in their house. But yeah. um, I really do. There's something about, like, you know, a lot of beans and legumes. And I think we were eating healthy. And I started watching that Blue Zone diet thing, that guy going around and doing the Blue Zones. I know you're doing that with your Mediterranean cookbook and a book about Mediterranean uh, cuisine, right, Dr. Jackie? I, I that's know that's correct. in the works. <laughs> That's but, correct. you know, I do see just nudge, nudge. Um, but there's something about that, that lifestyle where you're working for your food that I don't know, man, we, it was such an ordeal that when you got to eat, you needed to just sit down and chill out and eat and be with people. And a lot of people wouldn't understand sitting on the floor and eating that way, but I don't know, right. man, I loved it. And the spices, yeah. oh my God. I'd yeah. do anything for all of that again. I really would. That yeah. that was amazing. I don't know. Yeah. Did you do that as a kid in Nigeria? Was, was the food yeah, different? We, we, well, the food was different. West African food is very different from East African food. But yeah, mm -hmm. it was always a communal thing, you know, getting together with friends and family and eating. Um, and that's actually one of the pillars of the Mediterranean diet is, you know, the getting together with friends and family and sharing a meal together and just, you know, talking. So, yeah, so that's very important to heart health and community health. Well, you know what? When Nancy and I eat dinner and stuff with people, we notice that we are, we still have food on our plate. 
you know, because yeah. we talk a lot. You know, we talk a lot, right? <laughs> yeah. That I'm going, people's food is already down their hatch within 10, 5, 10 minutes. I'm not joking, like an entire yeah. meal. And I'm looking, I'm sitting down thinking this is a this, and I go, oh, my God, now they're waiting on us. Like, now we have to shove this in our face. <laughs> like, yeah. we have this. And, and so, like, w- I don't know what that is. Like, I don't know how to balance it. And we eat with people all the time as we do our pet sets and travels and stuff. But we've realized that I know we talk a lot. Mm-hmm. But the food goes down really quickly for people here. Yeah. And I think eating slow is is better because you're more conscious about eating and, you know, it takes a few minutes from when you're full for your brain to realize that you're full. So if you eat everything, you know, you don't realize that you're full until you're done eating. But if you eat slowly, um, you know, you get the reception to your brain, the receptors go to your brain, letting, letting you know that you're full and then you can stop eating, you know, as opposed to eating okay. it all right away and not realizing that you're full and, and, you know, and just perpetuating overeating. So eating slow, mindful eating overall is better than just wolfing wolfing down your food. I love that. I love that. Now let's talk about the difference between good cholesterol and bad cholesterol. What about eggs? Let's start with eggs. So, yeah, so the yolks of eggs have a pretty high in, in cholesterol. So you want to be careful about that if you're trying to lower your cholesterol. Uh, so we talk about, you know, total cholesterol and, and, you know, the good versus the bad cholesterol. The bad cholesterol or the LDL cholesterol is considered bad because this is the cholesterol that cakes your arteries. So it just clogs up the arteries, kind of like a, a drain that's all clogged up. So when, when your arteries get clogged up with this cholesterol, they form plaques. Um, your blood has a difficult time flowing through these arteries. And this is when you develop things like heart attacks, hypertension, and stroke. And the oh, good cholesterol man. or the HDL cholesterol is kind of like the Drano. It goes through the the arteries to clean up these plaque buildup to kind of allow. Oh, more- so it's kind of like a little eater. It eats it. Yeah, yeah. So oh, that's, we like that's an oversimplification of it, but that's basically the idea behind that. So you want your bad cholesterol numbers to be low and you want your good cholesterol numbers to be high. Well, I think we've talked about this. I know we've talked about it before. And, and everyone, again, you know, we have our whole page of all the holidays and birth anniversaries and everything. We're going to link uh, Dr. Jackie's articles on cholesterol and uh, atrial fibrillation. Fibrillation, I, I'm going to say it. But anyway, <laughs> when ah, I had it, you know, but now I don't. But um, when when you're talking about that, you know, we've talked about this before where it's like the it's it's like when you're if you think about your you know, your heart and everything being the the kitchen sink, you know, and you're putting, you're cooking bacon or steak and you put all that meat fat down your drain, that's not going to work. So that that's that lard. As soon as you were talking, I just see that lard and I'm like, I don't want that in my body. I don't want lard. Absolutely. I'll feed that to the birds outside. The woodpeckers (laughs) like it, but um, we don't, we don't need to be outside in the cold, you know? Um, so, but a little bit of meat is okay, right? We're allowed to have some meat. Yeah, yeah. So if, you know, for fat, I think protein fat is best or, yeah, uh, is best. But you can have some meat, but you want to have more vegetables. It's a better idea to have the vegetable to be be the main 
dish and you know the protein like the the meat be mm. your side dish so that you're not eating so much of that because of course uh overindulging in anything is bad for you yeah like eggs like nancy's gone completely off eggs like it's one like she'll have a couple maybe a month like yeah we used to eat a lot of eggs and i'm getting weird about them like <laughs> when we were in you know in that same like if it's farm fresh it's like a different thing like i don't know then i'm like ooh. But we, it's kind of weird. I don't know if that's a thing when we age, we start to go off it. I don't know. That it's a weird yeah. thing. Weird thing. Well, you can eat the yolks. The yolks are, you know, don't have a lot of cholesterol and they're still healthy for you. You can eat yolks. You shouldn't, you just shouldn't eat a lot of it, especially if you're watching your cholesterol because it's very high in cholesterol. But you don't have to stop it 100%. But I can eat avocado. That's my thing. Yes. My, my but not I want my avocado. Okay, Dr. Jackie, are you ready for the big yay or nay game? Yes. Okay. Okay, so let's talk about, you know, peanuts. So on September 13th, it's National Peanut Day. September 12th is National Ants on a Log Day. And that's when you have a piece of celery, which I've heard is good for us, especially diabetes and all kinds of things. But then they spread peanut butter on it and top it with raisins. And this is especially for kids. It's like a healthy treat instead of a candy bar. So Dr. Jackie, peanuts, peanut butter, raisins on celery. What are you thinking? Yeah. Well, I, I, oh. I, well, there's a caveat. I, I love I peanuts, but peanuts can be fattening if you eat a whole lot of it. So maybe a small portion of, of peanuts are good, but you just shouldn't overindulge. So I like the idea. I would say yay to the ants because you have celery, which is good. You have a little bit of peanut butter and you have raisins. That sounds good. I would say for kids, no. That's fine. For kids. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah, but it's better than a candy national, bar, right? That Yes, I would agree with that. Okay. National Peanut Day makes me think you're just going to be indulging in nuts all day, which I would say that's bad. Okay, so now peanuts versus something like almonds, aren't they kind of, you have to watch both of them, don't you? And peanuts are legume, right? So like yes. beans? Yes, but it has a lot of fat. It has a lot of fat in it. So you just have to watch. So it's not to say that you can't eat any peanuts whatsoever, but you should just, in moderation. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, there's a lot of chocolate going on. Uh, September 12th is National Chocolate Milkshake Day. We've got September 13th being International Chocolate Day. And then wait, I know there was another one. Um, where is it? September 16th is National Choose Your Chocolate Day. Like, come on, oh. who makes up these holidays, right? So <laughs> let's, let's get, let's go to the chocolate. Um, what are the pros? Like, I think, as I recall, you said we're allowed to have five ounces of wine and a little square of dark chocolate. Am yes, I right? Dark chocolate is, yes, dark chocolate is better for you than milk chocolate. So if you're going to say National Chocolate Day, I would say yay for dark chocolate, but again, in moderation. What about a chocolate milkshake? Um, no for that. <laughs> Okay, but what if you like are traveling, which I know you are a world traveler. How many countries now? Like I know you've done I don't know, but it's a lot. It's it a, lot. a lot. It's it's yeah. up there. It's way up yeah. there. I think you've traveled to like more than some of the travel writers we interview, like yeah. really up there. But if you're somewhere and they're famous for their milk, you know, their chocolate milkshake, 
you got to so where, like, where, where are you talking about? Where, where I don't know. I just like if you really want one, if you really want one, you you, you at times it, you just don't do it every day. Like if you do it, because yeah. I remember in the holidays, you said, OK, you're allowed to indulge, but then don't overindulge. And then Absolutely. you don't do it again for like. So if you really want that chocolate milkshake, like don't do don't do the fast food crap. Right. Because it's not yes. even I think the last time it actually put me off milkshakes. I don't think it's real. Like I've seen ice cream that doesn't melt come out of ice cream places. Franchise. <laughs> so I think there's something weird going on. And I've had French fries in my car as a science experiment that have lasted years. Yes. So Isn't I'm just going to say, that is crazy. I, I think I'm going to start documenting this. I've had gummy bears in my car in, in, in just insane weather that are still sitting there. Um, <laughs> don't eat the gummy bears. Let me tell you, I'm yeah. going to tell you it'll come. No, don't do it. Um, but the chocolate milkshake, if you get to a place that actually makes a real one, I don't know where, <laughs> where to go for that. You know, well, because I, I think that's a thing. Go go, yeah, that's no, I, I agree with you. You know, life, life is too short. You know, if you see some milk chocolate in a place where, you know, that's the only place in the world that is well known for this delicious ch milk chocolate, it's, it's okay to try some. Again, in moderation is okay, but you shouldn't overly indulge. You shouldn't do it every single day, three times a day and things like that. But it's, it's So I'm okay guessing National Cream Filled Donut Day is like... I would say the no-no to that. Hell There's no. There's, it's just redeeming. not necessary. <laughs> no, it's, no, not at all. Okay, there's National Gobstopper Candy Day. Like, we, you know, as kids, we used to take those little gumballs and shove them yeah. in our mouth. Too much. Sometimes sugar. parents would give them to kids that. to tell them to keep quiet and chew. Um, yeah. No to that one. No. Okay, National Rosa Tequila Day. Apparently, this is about the most primo tequila you can get in the world, which would really? come out of Mexico. Yes. And it's got a rose kind of like it's like a rosé of tequila. It's like got a rose color. I have never had it. And I absolutely love tequila. And, you know, what I love about it is it is a pure. I don't. Yeah, there's margaritas and everything. But I just like to sip on one little thing of tequila. I promise I didn't have two or three. Ha, ha, ha. But no, but it. If you can get single estate tequila, it is like a, a beautiful, um, really, yeah, it's a beautiful experience, but you know, I'm saying sip it and, and all of that, but Dr. Jackie yeah, will say we're, as women, I we're not allowed to have you. that much, right? Exactly. You can have, well, as a woman, you can have an ounce or a shot a day of hard oh. liquor. That would be considered hard liquor. So yes, you can have a shot and fill it up with whatever you can either drink it, you know, straight or you can mix it with, you know, sodas or something like that. Yes, absolutely. I, I think you should just sip this because this is okay. a fine liqueur. That's what it sounds like. Liquor, liquor. It's like drinking, you know, bourbon, a, a really fine bourbon that's been just, you know, distilled from Kentucky or somewhere, you know, and you get yeah. this bourbon and then you mix it with Coke and you've ruined the taste of the bourbon. Like, I'm not saying don't have your cocktails and all that. I, I'm all for right. it. But if you're going to only get right. one a day, sip yes. and savor and, and understand what goes behind it. Like, making of wine is a huge ordeal for winemakers. We do a 
a lot of interviews with winemakers on our show, and um, it's a big deal. September 17th is International Grenache Day. And Grenache is like usually used as a blending part of wine, but it is absolutely amazing. And you can, it's versatile, like we're getting towards that holiday season. It's a good wine for that. I don't know if you've had Grenache. I, I know that you, Dr. Jackie, have been through South Africa. You've got, you, you've had, you, I know you like your wine, but we're, how many ounces? Five, am I right? Five ounces of wine a day. Yes is what we're allowed as women. And the men can have two five-ounce glasses a day. Um, well, you see, I, you know what? I always had penis envy as a kid, and I'm not <laughs> trying to say this on the show. Oh, my God. Now I really, I really now have you know that why. now. Now, now you, you know, know why. why. This is the real reason. <laughs> I knew. I knew they were having it better than us women. Like, that is just rude. That is just rude yeah. that they get two glasses and they get more if it's liquor, right? They yes. get more. Yeah. How much more? They but get twice two shots? Much. Yes. They get no. Yeah. Dude. I know. It's. You see it's how I went fair. to dude? <laughs> okay. But then, you know. But a glass of wine with friends at a dinner table is the best. That is, is the, the best, best, what we were talking about, yeah. right, earlier. Okay, so let's go to cinnamon. We've got two cinnamon things. Okay. The cinnamon, cinnamon's got to, as I've always learned, was a good spice for us, especially through yes. Ayurveda. Cinnamon's a yes. good little burny thing, and we're getting into Absolutely. the fall season. So we have National Cinnamon Raisin Bread Day and don't knock me, but I had a cinnamon raisin bagel this morning instead of a salad. <laughs> cinnamon the salad is a good went spice, away. like you said. Yeah, cinnamon is a good spice. I would say thumbs up for that. Okay. So cinnamon raisin bread. Now, what about butterscotch cinnamon pie day? That's on September 15th. That sounds extremely rich. I know. My it teeth are delicious. bending just thinking of it. <laughs> Again, it's just maybe one slice, a small, small portion, small uh, serving size of that. And not okay. often at all. Okay. So, so now. When you make something a national day or a national month, it, I always feel like they're encouraging you to overly indulge in that. So I, it's a big sales thing. I mean, there's <laughs> National Monte yeah. Cristo Day, that big sandwich. You know, it's deep fried. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah, yeah so that's, it's I, like when. Yeah, when you bring that to everyone's attention, then they're like, oh, okay, well, maybe you should go have some, you know, when, when they normally wouldn't be having it that day. So maybe that's... I that's say you have a Monte Cristo if you're in Monte Cristo, then okay. you get to have one. Okay, well, I right? agree with that. Yeah, go to Monte I mean... Cristo every day, so... Yeah. Now, what about apples? Apples because... is good for you. An apple a okay. day keeps the doctor away. But we want Dr. Jackie in here. But um, <laughs> International Eat an Apple Day is September 16th. And like there's National Apple Dumpling Day on September 17th. And Dr. Jackie's probably like, you don't need to do that. But dumplings <laughs> are kind of light if you're doing like the Asian dumplings, right? That's kind of light. Yeah, that is light. Yeah. But, but it's then fried, there's right? the. Uh oh. Oh, yeah, there's boiled and then there's fried and Dr. Jack is going to go, no in the deep frying, yes, no apple no turnovers, no. No, no, just, uh, okay. yeah. Boiling. I love a good apple and it's good for your teeth. It cleans it sure your teeth. Is. It sure does. It, and and teeth health um, affects your heart health, as, as I yes. 
Yes, it Ooh. does. It does. Okay, so we're almost at the end here. National Eat a Hoagie Day. I have a funny feeling. <laughs> no. uh, mm, mm, you can. Moderation again. Not overly indulging in all these things. Okay, so we got salami, pepperoni, pastrami, yes. ham. Yes. Like all of those. Is it the salt or the fat that which it's one is all the of it? The salt, the fat, all not of it. Not good cholesterol. cholesterol. This is the cholesterol exactly. sandwich. Cholesterol, yes, absolutely. Is bread yes, bad for us? Like the actual bread? Well, too much of it is, I mean, it is carbohydrates. Uh, if you have small portions, it's okay. But too much of, of it can, can be okay. bad for you. Yeah. Now, okay, now I'm going to do another one. Same day of September 15th is... National Cheese Toast Day. So I'm asking about <laughs> bread. I have a funny feeling about like overabundance of cheese getting in the way of the heart health. Yes, yes. And you'd be absolutely right about that. Cheese is, is good for is, is good, but again, an overabundance is, is always a problem. Bread is good. We always say you want, you know, the whole grain more so than the white bread. Um, because the whole grain is is healthier than the refined refined carbs like the white white bread. So but Dr. Yes, Jackie, there's this grease that comes off of cheese when it's melting. Yeah, don't you find attractive in some way? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't find that attractive. And I thought a glass of wine would help balance that <laughs> grease, and apparently not. I'm not doing well no, here. No, okay. So, After so all when I say that we've been together, yeah, no, this is not what <laughs> she's she's about to she's about to fire me right now. Now I yes. understand, I get it, but now when I bring up National Double Cheeseburger Day, I'm oh really fired. Yes, you are. I can't even believe that. You I mean, how, I don't even know how to put your mouth over that. Exactly. That is just to like, me. That's why just do we need waiting yeah. to happen with all that? That grief. is. Yeah. I, yeah. It's like I kind of look at this going, all right, like, is there, it's kind of weird because I kind of wonder about corporate responsibility of what you're doing to make a buck. And at the same time, I understand you people want to eat that. So, yes, you could do that as a business. But where do we go with that on how much, I mean, there's been things like I know New York City did the thing about how much soda would go out in these giant cups. Like, where is that level? I think we do personally need to take more responsibility yes, as individuals. Responsibility. Yes, um, you got to take responsibility for your own health. Yeah, but I mean, double, triple cheeseburgers. Like, <laughs> I, get, I get once in a while having something that's fine. But National Linguini Day, is that okay? It sounds like a night, if you have a nice... Um, heart healthy pasta and seafood yes the whole green pasta yeah that's okay okay we got we got a thumbs up and then lastly okay two holidays that i think we're going to get a thumbs up for national sober day it celebrates people in sobriety i think that is huge and anybody going through that journey my heart is with you um it is not an easy task and it's not a task it's a journey it is a huge journey and your body is going to thank you and yes. your friends and family. And it's just a huge deal. Um, so something not to take lightly. 
but it's also that's September 14th. And this is all the same day as National Cream Filled Donut Day, National Eat a Hearty Day, <laughs> National Gobstopper Candy Day, National Rose, Rosa Tequila oh, Day on so- Sober Day. Like, come on. Did anybody come get on. together on this? No. But <laughs> the best thing, the best thing I want to bring up to Dr. Jackie is the same day as National Food is Medicine Day. It's National I Medicine think. Day as well? National Food is, food medicine, is day. medicine Day. Oh, I like that. I like that. Because food yeah. is so the when right you kind look of at food. Yeah, the right kind of foods, the Mediterranean diet, what would you say like we should look at um to eat in in replace of like if you're gonna go for a double cheese burger, what would you say? Like maybe have this instead. Because <laughs> this will help your body. So you don't have to go see Dr. Jackie every month and do all those screening. Well, you know, you've got to do checkups and stuff. I know He'll yell at me any second, but you know, <laughs> prevention, prevention before it yes. happens. Maybe grilled fish, maybe oh. grilled fish instead of a hamburger. Mm. Yeah. With a side of vegetables. In a side of vegetables. Yeah. Or a salad, like you mentioned. Mm. And make so the salad some- the main portion and then the grilled fish or even grilled chicken breast as the side or the topping on top of your salad. Are we allowed rotisserie chicken or is that a no-no? No, no. Rotisserie chicken is all fat. It's chicken breast. Dang it. Nancy and I bought bought one. That's why we all love rotisserie chicken. I know. And I just think it's the best because you can put it on a salad and it's like, no, apparently not. Okay. Yeah. Dr. Jackie. Food yes. is medicine, right? If we Food do is. it right. Absolutely. Yeah. So if yes. we look at it, when we put the double cream donut in our face, you know you're doing the opposite of medicine. When we put the double cheeseburger, because I know people have double cream donuts. I know that happens. I know it exists. <laughs> the milkshake, all of that stuff. So if you want it, have it once, but don't have it every day. And and That's then nice. you are on salad duty for the rest of the day. That's the correct. Week. Uh-huh. Right. And increase activity. Always, always a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you for giving us some insight and keeping heart health happy and fun. Uh, everyone, Dr. Jackie's book is Women and Heart Disease, The Real Story. You can go to womenandheartdiseasebook.com, Amazon, all those places. It is a best-selling book because Dr. Jackie rocks. And you can keep up with her again, womenandheartdiseasebook.com. But if you are in Orange County, You've got to see a cardiologist. Go see Dr. Jackie. Go to cvwellnessinstitute.com. Thank you so much, Dr. Jackie. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. Go eat that square of dark chocolate now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You guys take care.